why you gotta open big. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and bailers to learn how to rock more and sunglass in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. I like the force behind that. I am. I am. I declare it. Yeah. So, uh, how's it going? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Everything's up in the air. There's a, there's a storm turning its way up Florida. Actually, it's kind of done with Florida and now it's about to cut back across, uh, north of you, but just across me. So a storm, you say, Uh, what what storm are we talking about? Well, it'd be hurricane Ian and it's, um, it's, uh, a biggie. Apparently Florida, the reports are still coming, but it looked bad and uh, it's just going to be, it did not look great. It's just gonna be wet when it gets to North Carolina, but it'll be wet. It'll be plenty wet, wet enough. In fact, that my outdoor patio gig, on Saturday is not happening. So that's it. Yeah. Most of you guys in the Carolinas or anybody on the East coast of Florida is probably not going to play your gig this weekend. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. No, they're, they're bigger. They're bigger fish to fry. They're flying through the air right now. Yeah. In yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if it doesn't happen then you know, you've got some time to do some other things, I suppose. And that's right. That's right. You know, some months back, my uh, musical cohort, Taylor, who I've done the acoustic mm-hmm. duo with and who's my co-front person in the new band, um, she's getting married and she asked me to DJ. Right. I don't DJ. It's not a thing I do, but I have gear that could provide sound pressure levels across a room. Right. And so uh, I said, sure. She said, oh, it'd be easy. Just put on, you know, just put a playlist on your phone. It'd be fine. And she offered me a few hundred bucks for it. And um, I said, fine. And then yesterday I got the wedding planners notes and documentation and the schedule and the plan and mm-hmm. the 20 or so specific song requests. And um, <laughs> I should I should have quoted it about 10 times what I did, frankly. It is a lot. Um, we've got two weddings literally in the same weekend. And, um, one of them is, is real. It's, it's interesting because the first one I've been, we've been in contact for almost a year at this point. Mm. Uh, the second one has been less than maybe four or five months. And so one of them, uh, the conversation is kind of cooled and the other one is just like, I'm in the throes of mm. these details. Um, the, the, the biggest thing is that it's the second weekend in November and it is fully outdoors and we've got a pretty like water tight no pun intended, uh, weather clause. Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out some, um, solutions around that, or at least some contingencies, but it's like, you know, our contract is, is very, very specific that like, if something gets canceled or it doesn't happen within seven days, you owe us the full amount, whether it happens or not. Um, you know, we can choose to execute or not execute that that portion of the contract. Right. Um, but it is in there. And, uh, if you don't have a contract and you don't know what any of that looks like, you can, you can just go to our website and get it. Yeah, it's true. So something we're thinking about, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not, every, everything's pleasant for the time being. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Do you, so it, do you introduce the, do you do the introductions and the, you know, here come the, here comes the party and so-and-so oh, yeah. escorting so-and-so and all of that stuff. Yeah. That's, it's like a whole thing. There's like a whole procedure around it. Yeah. MCing is a part of the deal. One of the things we have not landed on is 
whether they want the band to play the first dance portion or if they do the recordings. Yeah. They said, we're fine if the band does it. And I was like, point of order. <laughs> we're fine doesn't mean I would prefer this. Yeah. Also, because we've done a few of these before, most people don't do the full shebang for the first dances. Right. So, like, in their case, they have three songs. Those three songs total over 20 minutes. One of them is six and a half minutes by itself. Whoa, what is it? It's I Just Called to Say I Love You by uh, oh, Stevie Wonder. They don't want that whole song. They don't want that whole song. But they don't, but they, that's the problem. They don't know that. Right. And so I sent an email and I was like, hey, just throwing it out there. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe it's better to just use the recordings. And that's a twofold thing. One, I don't want to have to learn. I Just Called to Say I Love You. Right for the one time we'll ever play it. Right. Second of all, um, you don't want that whole song. Mm -mm. And there's not a really great way for a band to just kind of like, and it's over. Right. And it feel fine. Whereas like, you know, if you've got the MP3, you just kind of like, mm, that's right. Yeah, just fade it down. And that's over. And that's how you do. Yeah. And that's how you know. Um, My concern is, so, uh, on mine I have um, the groom walk-in song and the bride walk-ins are processional songs. That are mm -hmm. like three and a half minutes, but there are like five wedding party couples that need to make their way down to the front during this song. So like, I'm going to need to set some, some set points and use, you know, I'm using a um, DJ pro on my Mac mm -hmm. to, to run it. And so I can, I can loop inside a song. I can actually stretch yeah. a song quite a lot. So I'm gonna have to figure out, you know, on the fly kind of how that all goes and feel it out. And suddenly I'm a DJ. Suddenly I'm a damn DJ. It can be done. Yeah. There's definitely like a, well, there's a difference between DJs and DJs. Like the people who like play it like Tomorrowland or Tomorrow World or whatever the thing's called, you know, they're like, they're producers that make songs. Right. Uh, DJs are just playing back other people's songs. It's a little bit different. Right. So, right. Uh, different skill set. But I think, I think you got it. Yeah. I think I'll figure it out. And nobody, I, I, it's kind of like, uh, it's like in, in Love Actually, you don't really know what a good DJ is, but you definitely know what a bad DJ is. <laughs> so as long as you don't fall under that category, I think you're good. Yeah. Has something about the cheesiness of the MCing, I think is a, is a, is a crucial part of what's happening in that movie. As I recall. Yeah. So it's like, he, he made a, a couple of bad choices and then he's like, and this one's dedicated to the lovebirds out there. It was like the next, you know, the next song kind of hinges the whole thing and it was puppy love. Like it's official. Yeah. Worst DJ of all time. Yeah. And he was really, he was really feeling it. Oh, feeling that reminds me. I need, that to, choice. I need to put muskrat love on for them. Oh, jeez! Please don't do that. I'm, I'm gonna do that. It's it's not gonna be great. They're not gonna be happy. No, they're both. I mean, they're, they're 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 Gen Zers. They don't know. They don't know muskrat love. They've never heard it. Why? Yeah. Well, why would they? Indeed. They don't need to know who the captain is or Tennille. Any of the Tennilles. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of things that we need to know about or not need to know about, we got an email uh, after our uh, our Halloween song bracket was uh, posted ah. uh, from our buddy Steve, and he said that he had some choice words. He had some he had some songs that we uh, we definitely didn't include. Mm. Uh, Steve says, Hey guys, love the podcast, especially the Halloween episode. Just finished listening. And while you had lots of classic songs in the bracket, many I hadn't even considered. There were two songs glaringly missing that I had to call out. Oh, first one. You ready? I don't know. Yes. Werewolves of London. Fair. Fair. 
And as much as we love a Warren Zevon, I didn't want to. We uh, let's talk about the Patreon Slack for a minute. There's been a very contentious conversation about um, werewolves of London adjacent pop songs. Yeah, specifically "All Summer Long" by Kid Rock. Yeah. Um, never mind the fact that he managed to butcher two songs at the same time, right? And that the guitar player managed to play the guitar solo in the wrong key altogether. There's also the Kid Rock component on top of it. So yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, his his take was not super Halloweeny, kind of novelty song slash very seasonal. Also, a good and fun song in its own right. Plus, of course, a natural for an easy medley with "All Summer Long" in Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> right. which yeah, love or hate him, always go over well with the crowd. And he is right. He is right. Whether we like it or not, uh, we are in the customer service industry, and that's what the peeps want to hear. The second one, also. Wolf adjacent, Little Red Riding Hood, Sam the Sham. Huh. We had, it's funny, Werewolves of London definitely came up in the first round of conversations. It was in the consideration with Little Red Riding Hood, was, we never even brought it up. No. It's a good song, though. So I just love this song. So maybe I'm biased here, but this is a super cool, creepy song that's also darkly fun. It's also, and it's another song where you get to howl. That's <laughs> It's always important. Maybe, maybe I just really like werewolf songs. Was that his could be, and, and like there you go. That could be. Um, anyway, my old cover band played both of these. Uh, they were a blast to play, well received. Uh, consider adding them at least to maybe an honorable mentions list. Peace and love, Steve. So big thanks to Steve. Uh, appreciate that. Um, we did have we an honorable mentions list. I mean, there were there were, there were we several did. as we put them together that didn't make the didn't make the original bracket. So yeah, like Jumpin' Gene Simmons, Haunted House, and uh, couple perp. Uh, Purple People Eater. And Purple People Eater. I have always done um, After Dark by Tito and Tarantula, which yep. is um, not specifically Halloween-y, but it's kind of creepy. And it's the song that Salma Hayek danced with a snake to in the movie From Dust Till Dawn. Right. Just formative for some of us. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and it's a, it's a good song. Kind of sounds like- a full grown man when that movie came out. Let's not kid ourselves. I was a young man. I was on, <laughs> I was on the young side of man. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it made me a man, but it hey, made me to something. Quote Kid Rock, you were just between a boy and man. Oh, oh, why? Anyway, the point is that it was a fine, fine Damn song, it, and it's Rock. and it's fun to play because it's it's kind of it's like on the edge between Halloween and the Doors, and so mm -hmm. um, that's a good tune. Anyway, but the, the point is there are quite a few that did not uh, make the cut, and those two, Steve, was it? Yep. Thanks, Steve. Those Steve two was on it. Didn't make the cut, and. Um, might have, but didn't. Yeah, I mean, we. I started off with a list of a hundred. Yeah. So to go from a hundred to sixteen down to one, like, it's a lot of work. And yeah. uh, if you wanted to see the uh, more condensed version of that, it's going to be live on the YouTube channel tomorrow. Speaking of a lot of work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, you know, I made a comment. It's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of post production uh, editing there. I had not anticipated the level. <laughs> of uh editing that was in, going to be involved i i will say i got to use like a halloween transition pack that i like was a part of some bundle that cool. i had gotten cool so there's lots of like ghosts and like uh witches broom transitions Fun. from round to round but even like the conversation we had like cut down it's still almost 30 minutes of of the running there's some really funny 
moments though like that whole feed my frankenstein conversation super funny <laughs> yeah the billy eilish conversation super funny yeah yeah no, there's there's some good spots in that so if you missed that episode go back and listen to it or if you just don't have the patience to hear us just run our mouths about unnecessary things check out the youtube channel uh it's there's timestamps and everything you can jump ahead to the final round if you really want to just super get nice. to it nice nice so, yeah. nice any other fun stuff that uh, you've been doing or got coming up or what have you? Um, I think I mentioned that the um, the place I've been doing the trivia has cut us down to once a month. Yep. And um, so I played the second to last of those before that happens um, on Wednesday, last night. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it was sad. It was sad. All my regulars were there. And I, I said to them, you know, like, I've, I've, listen, I've known this for a couple of weeks. And I kind of haven't known how to talk about it. I've been a little bit in denial and I laid it all out. And one guy set his drink down and stood up and walked off the patio and into the bar and mm-hmm. came back out like 20 minutes later. Like he got in to give the bartender a piece of his mind, like to, wow. to like, go holler at him about it. And, and, and he's not the only one there's, there's a full, you know, uprising afoot about it, which I'm not, I'm neither encouraging nor discouraging. Um, I fully get this. It is a business decision that has to get made. I, 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 I have no hard feelings about it. Um, yeah. but the fact is there's a real community around this event that is now going to be, you know, it's going to have a place to meet once a month instead of once a week. And that's, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. I think, you know, it could be, I'm of two minds of that because yes, it is unfortunate that, you know, this community will have, is taken, taken one on the chin, but if it is once a month, like it can be like a true event. It yeah, can be a thing where true. you can just maximize all of your resources. Yep have a massive turnout maybe it maybe it all kind of it may not even out let's say but you know it might build more of a buzz about when it does happen yeah so could be you know could be could be and and um you know the people who have been really you know loyal to me and interested in what i'm doing there are plenty of other things for them to come to and they're all Mm -hmm. you know they're looking and they want to and but you know i had one i had one woman who's come every week for the last six months uh, literally every week hasn't, yeah. has she has maybe missed one or two. And, um, as I was packing up, she said, look, I, I, beginning of this year, I was in a really dark place. I was really not doing great. And my best friend and my kid and you are the things that pulled me out of it. And I'm in wow. a great place now. And it's part of a big part of that's been like this coming to this every week and having this to look forward to. And cause like, you know, I've just thought of it as a gig kind <laughs> of. I haven't really yeah. been responsible for like what, what the people who have been so great to come all this time, you know, the difference it's made for them. And, and, and I wouldn't have ever said it made a difference. Right. But it, there it is. So yeah, it's, it's, it's in some ways it's kind of a bummer. And, um, and it just, it's the evolution of those relationships, those people they'll, you know, I'm confident I'll see them around and once a month at least. And, uh, yeah. you know, the, it'll, it'll be the next thing. So, well, I mean, it- it's it's cool to have that kind of encouragement, you yeah. know, somebody to like say, hey, this thing that you do matters. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of times we don't get that feedback uh, as much as we probably would like to. And just being perfectly transparent, um, John from Level Up out of New Jersey, New York, yeah. uh, came down and uh, met me for lunch this week and you know he was very like kind and complimentary of the stuff that we've mm. you know how they've benefited from the stuff that we've shared and 
it's winning your sales. It makes you feel good. Totally. It's like, hey, you know, hundred percent. Sometimes we're just like, I mean, we're here every single every single week. We're yeah. we're we're talking through this stuff. You know, is this going anywhere? Is this making an impact? Right. Well, every once in a while, you get reminded, like, yeah, yeah, it makes a difference. It does. So. It does. Yeah, this stuff matters. For sure. Yeah. Well, as uh, as disappointed as I know that you are in, um, you know, some of the folks in your in your area will be. I, I think it. I think it'll all work out. I think know? so too. I do too. Sometimes you uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Absence makes the heart go fonder. In other words, that go together like that as well. Yeah, cliches of all sorts. Indeed. So well, it'll it'll all be fine. Yep. And and so we got to work on like the next theme. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a good one. You know, we had talked about 80s nights of the movies. I think it might be time to really dig into that one. Maybe so. I'm also contemplating um, commonly misheard lyrics. Yep. Yeah. Bathroom on the right. Kiss the sky. For sure. My wife, it, my wife is famous with those. She um, uh, thought it was um, wasting away again in my gorilla suit. Mm. Yeah. Looking for that lost zipper I caught. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. It I've is. never heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Also, uh, also, also a, she's got a chicken to ride. She probably does. Yeah, most likely. Most but likely. she don't care. Oh, that was uh, my my baby donkey. My baby donkey. Mm. Yeah, that's the other part of it. So, I, I as a young buck, when I, I was listening to Billie Jean, it was, don't go around breaking young girls' thighs. Yeah, well, don't. Don't do that. It sounds terrible. Yeah. Be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking young girls' thighs. Yeah. It's a good, it's, a, it's, these are words to live by. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is in fact advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, um, we're off to a great start. We're today. just killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other fun? No, uh, let's, let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. All right. So this, we, th- I feel very fortunate. We've had a lot of, um, you know, audience feedback, uh, over the past couple of weeks. And, uh, I had a fun email to talk about with Halloween stuff. And this was another email that, uh, that popped up that we'd had a couple of other topics, uh, in front of it, but I wanted to dig into this one because it's absolutely relevant. And I think it's a good, uh, conversation to have. This one is from our buddy, Johnny McAleer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, from, uh, from the UK across the pond, as they say. And this is what, uh, what Johnny had to say. He said, Hey guys, wait, 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 wait. What's, what's his band? What's his band called? Oh, it's a good one. It is. You ready for it? I I already know it, and I'm not ready for it. Johnny Johnny's band is called Suckin' Diesel, not Sucking Diesel, but Suckin' Apostrophe Diesel. Suckin' Diesel, which might be a uh, a colloquial term in the United Kingdom, but you know when I told Dan we're both Southern boys, more or less, yeah, and that very much has a, a Southern flair uh, to it. It does. You say? It does. I'm really, I'm really curious about what they play and how it goes over in the UK. Indeed. Uh, actually, I'll shoot. Uh, I'll open up their uh, their their website right here. Uh, they're the ultimate choice band for your party or special occasion. Obviously. I mean, for sure. Uh, let's see what their uh, we got a song list. Oh man. So we got Lionel Richie, The Killers, Garth Brooks, Frank. I'm literally just jumping all over. Yeah. Frank Sinatra, The Eagles, Neil Diamond, uh, Barry White, Coldplay, The Script, uh, Jack Johnson, Kings of Leon, Amy Winehouse, White Snake, Michael. These guys. They're everywhere. Play They're everywhere. Everything. They're everywhere. Very all right. Cool. There's there's a story behind the name then that I'm not getting. Yes. Well, we're, we're, maybe Johnny. 
he can chime, in, chime in and help us yeah, out with that. Yeah, of course. So Johnny says the following. Hey, guys, love the podcast. Actually, he says, hi, guys. Mm. I don't want to misquote Oh, no, Johnny. no. Got to get Johnny right. Yeah. Love the podcast. I am in a two-piece band. Uses tracks for drums and keyboards, and we compete with full-size bands for weddings, but also do smaller gigs. Seems super you know, believable. We always try to look big on stage. Yep. And one of our main tools is our backdrop. It has the band's name and also acts as a blackout to define the stage. Just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on backdrops for cover bands, i.e. how to design them, sizing transport, how they can be best suspended and or hung. I feel this is an important tool also linked to branding would be interesting as we are, or would be interested as we are looking to update ours as currently a bit of a DIY job using a T stand. Uh, cheers, guys. Keep up the good work. Johnny from Second Diesel. Okay. So yeah, signage is important. It is. And, you know, the their DIY thing, talking about a T stand, I think they're talking about like one of those things where you like pull it down, like a like a projector screen maybe? Or, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've, I have assembled um, backdrop stands out of sort of a pipe frame, Yep, sort of PVC. thing that stood on the ground mm -hmm. and yeah 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 so you know i'm i come from the kind of pop punk hardcore emo kind of thing and backdrops were like a big deal and it was as as uh backlines shrunk backdrops kind of blew up hmm. because at some point you know for a while your amps and your drum set with a kick and whatever, that was your branding. And it warped tour. It was wild because there were, there were no lights. There were no video screens. It was like what you had on stage was your show, your, yeah. your stage presence. And there were some wild backlines. I remember, uh, there's a band there. They were based out of Atlanta called issues. And they had, uh, one year they had an entire backline that was uh Pokemon <laughs> theme. And so all of their, cabinets look like game boys and wow. um it, it was really cool that's I'll, awesome I'll, I'll shoot you a, a picture of that so i totally get that but as as people kind of switched to modelers um bands were kind of sticking to like at that point it was like a three-piece scrim scenario so you would have a large scrim behind the drummer and then two side smaller side scrims that would be where your you know your back line would normally be and it would either be, uh, it was always branding. It was like logos or whatever. There was some sort of design, but it would always kind of be like a continuation of the main scrim behind the the drummer. And those were usually, yeah, they were like, uh, like a mesh material on PVC pipe. Yeah. Uh, frames. Yeah. I, so I know, I know the word scrim from my days in theater and it was a, yeah. it's a muslin drape, mm -hmm. right? It's like a, like a, 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 a coarse kind of loose cloth. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, kind of heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Now these were, these were more of a, like a, like a thicker kind of almost like a plasticky, uh -huh. like wind could blow through it. It was like, it's like an outdoor sure. kind of yes. signage material. Yes. Yes. So, uh, wind could blow through it. Yes. Now I have, I have had banners, vinyl mm -hmm. banners. Um, same that you know wind's not blowing through that in fact on my right. on my pvc frame it becomes a sail yeah and tries very hard to leave the stage uh if you're playing yeah. outdoors um i've never really used big things like that the biggest one i ever owned was i want to say six by six 
mm-hmm. um, and a and a frame a hang, hanging frame to put it on to to match, and yeah. um, so that was fine. That was fine, and it did the job of framing a stage. You know, framing an upstage wall. Yeah, basically when when you when you used it. I since have migrated away from that whole concept. And that means that there are some places I set up, I don't have a backstage wall. Um, but I've migrated entirely to the retractable standing sign concept and I have two of them. And, uh, for my current project, I actually have, I have one for acoustic. I have one for the trivia. I have one for the karaoke and I have two for the full band. And so, and I, they, I, they ride in my car with me at all times because they, they mm-hmm. fold up real small. They're really easy to just tote around. Um, and for the band, I stand them up um, kind of where backline would be. I mean, it's the same same kind of concept, yeah. left and right of the drums. And it does frame a stage space pretty nicely. But it's the, the thing that I finally <laughs> gave up on the banners about, because, you know, you get this vinyl thing and it's got grommets in the corners. Yeah. So that's fine. But then you got to find somewhere to hang the grommets from. You need bungee cords yeah. or something you know find a, a ledge on the edge of the wall or a level tree limb if you can or i don't know hanging it was always a, a thing yeah. um so the beauty of the retractable banners it just stands on its own um yep. i recently bought diving weights a 12 pound weight inside a rubber brick and i use yep. those on the foot of it to keep the mm-hmm. keep the thing from blowing over um and that's been my solution for that so it's you know i think I think that's a different um, that's a different approach than the the scrim backdrop approach, but it's it's certainly easier to tote around and and more self contained, and um, I just find it a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, I think the the difference being that like self contained is the way to go, and you need something that is versatile. Yeah. So having a six by six is you have to like that is a situation where you may not be able to use it right. every single place you play. Right. So is that the ideal option? Probably not. Right. Um, you know, the the thing that most of the guys that I know use are these are these retractable stands where it's like, you know, three and a half feet wide by seven, eight feet tall. Yep. And it's just there for branding purposes. And then there's, you know, we we're big fans of the QR code as yes. a way to, you know, connect your stuff to like a one sheet or like a landing page where people can find all the information that they need. And you can put all kinds of creative things like, you know, PayPal links, you know, ways for them, people to submit tips and that kind of stuff. Um, so I think you have to be smart about what it is you're looking to do, but I also would say less is more. Mm-hmm. So, should it be huge? No. Uh, should it be busy? Also no. Right. It should be visually appealing, informative, and effective. So in in members only's case, we have one of those retractable things. It's got our logo at the top. It's got a big honking QR code in the middle. And then it says, scan this for more info. And that's it. Yep. That's all you have. Yep. Anything more than that, just you know, it gets busy and it doesn't it doesn't look good. You want to you want it to be, uh, it's got to be visually appealing. Yeah, and, and, and more designed to remember that people are going to be seeing it from across the venue. You know, yep. thirty to fifty feet away, M- yep. more maybe. Um, yeah. So it can't be, it can't 
they can't have a lot of detail. That detail won't survive at that distance. Yeah. Yeah. So think about if you're if you're looking at signage, think about can people make heads or tails of this from twenty feet away, fifty feet away, or I'm sorry, these guys are from Ireland, so twenty meters away, mm. fifty meters away. I think it translates. I think so. I think. So, you know, in regards to signage, I think it's important. I think you should absolutely have it. Branding is super important. Um, you know, if you're a band that doesn't have a drummer, you know, that's one less opportunity you have to put your logo on something. So, yeah, find some signage. Maybe maybe come up with two different options. One that works. Um, one that, like, a, a scenario where you could use two of them in an ideal setting, but... If you are in, you know, a smaller place or, you know, space, the, the, the space itself doesn't really allow for it. You could use one or the other, uh, as a compromise. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's really kind of the, the sweet spot there. I'll tell you the two that I have for the band. One is, um, one has our full logo, the new strange at the top and a QR code. And, um, I think not a lot else. It's, it's a lot like what you described. Yeah. Um, the other one is, is the one I use if I have room for two. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just the letters T and S yep. stacked on top of each other and nothing else. Um, yeah. And the way our logo is designed, the, the the word strange is has kind of an offset, like a printing error behind it. It's like got green and pink poking out from behind the corners of the letters. So mm-hmm. the T and S is T and and then the S with that effect on yeah. it, right? So it's echoing the design. Um, if you, It's kind of like if you know, you know, but the other one's right there. So it's not like it'll be hard to know. Um but it gives us two different two different looks, and mm-hmm. then if I have room for only one, I use the one that uses our full name. Yeah, and logos. This is one of those scenarios where like logo a logo matters. It's yeah. got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be something that you can see from across the room. It immediately translates. I want to shout out uh, one of the guys in the Patreon, uh, Michael Harris. Uh, his band Diamond Avenue has so good. their signage is awesome. So good. If uh, if you are on uh, Facebook or Instagram, check out Diamond Avenue. Uh, their their stage signage is is incredible. It looks awesome. Their logo design is really clever too, because the A in Diamond and the V mm-hmm. in Avenue come together to make a diamond in the a middle diamond. of it. It's like it's, get right out of town. I don't know how many times I looked at it and I was like, oh, there's a diamond in the middle of the. Oh. It's clever. Clever. And it, yeah, so like I know a lot of people are like, oh, I I don't know anything about graphic design. What I found is like based on just what I've been talking with and some of the guys in the group, and uh, most people don't have a huge background in right. graphic design, but like know what looks good or know what they know what they want. Yeah. And then one of our uh, one of our new members was talking about. Uh, He's like he he posted a bunch of these flyers that looked super sick for his uh for his band shows. He's like, oh yeah, I just hired some guy in Fiverr. He does all of them. Yeah, and yeah. so like he's like for twenty bucks or whatever. Like they get these uh they get these really gnarly uh posters made for their gigs. They look awesome. Don't work smarter. Yeah, work harder. That's right. And if you need help with that kind of thing, consider uh joining the Patreon. Five bucks a month. You know, you're, you're going to be talking to a bunch of guys who know what they're doing and uh, could probably point you in the right direction or shoot, maybe even help you out with the design. Quite likely. Could happen. So uh, hopefully uh, that is helpful for uh, for the guys in Suck and Diesel. 
Uh, looks like they're doing well. Their website is very well put together, nice. and it seems like they're seems like they're busy. Good. So, you know, there's there's no right way to do what it is that you do, mm. and uh, whatever works for you is 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 great. Yeah. But I'm looking at like I'm I'm on their page, and I'm seeing I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing a three piece uh, signage situation. So they've got kind of like what I was talking about before. It was right. like they've got like one that would fit behind a drum kit and then two that flank them. So uh, they've got the right idea. And I think, you know, with a couple of adjustments, they can. And is it so I was I was curious about this when I read the email. So is it it's is it two guitarists? Uh, it appears to be a bass player and a guitar player. Okay. With tracks, tracks for everything else. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Just, just two buds. That's cool. Uh, and actually, I'll shoot you a picture of their stage setup. I, it's pretty solid to me. All right. You know, as much as we, you know, they were saying, oh, we need your guys' help. We don't need our help as much as you. <laughs> they seem to be kind of killing it. I will just say, yeah. sucking diesel is generally unhealthful. So, uh, you know. Yeah, don't do it if uh, unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Maybe. Here we go. Signage going there. There you go. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, if if you could get some sort of like artistic component to it, because it is just their their name on a, in a font, maybe a QR code, um, so that people can keep up with you and follow you on on your socials. Like, there's not much else that you need. Again, yeah. it's like you're like eighty eight percent of the way there. Yeah, and it, I, I'd be willing to bet the two side. So I'm looking at the picture now. The two side yeah. things probably are those retractable banners. I bet they are. Yeah. My only thing is that if, um, because they're both the same, if you could flip one so that they, they mirror one another. Yeah. Or do something else. So what we're looking at here and I'll, I'll, um, we'll find a way to put this in the show notes. Yeah. Um, it is three banners that are basically the name in white on a black background. And yep. I don't know. There's not, there's like a, it's, it's, it does on two verticals. It does what it says on the tin, right? This is that, this is the band's name. This is your birthday period. Yep. You know, it's a statement of fact, but it, d- it kind of doesn't have, um, I don't know. I, I can nope. see how you'd want to be a little more creative, right? Something. It's got a little, it, it needs some personality. Yeah. 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 Well, it's got personality. It's just the personality is kind of, um, I don't know, basic. There's like a, there's like a, and basic is a valid personality, right? Yeah. Not a problem. Um, I don't know. It's a little, 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 little uh, artful touch in there might be might be interesting. But I think that the structure sure. of the signage situation on the stage is is uh, how you'd want to do it. Yes, correct. I agree. So yeah, I, like I said, you guys are like eighty eight percent of the way there. So if you are, um, if you don't have any signage for your group, you're kind of debating on what it is that you need. You know, I would say find a find a local print shop that does the retractable signs. Uh, they typically have templates and it doesn't take, it doesn't take much. No. If you spend more than hundred bucks on one, you're doing it wrong. I would say that like, I would, I would say 150 delivered with art service. Potentially. Yeah. Like if you, but I, I, but, the, but that's the neighborhood you're in. That's the neighborhood you're in. Yeah. Just if, if that's what you're looking for, kind of like set, if you're going to set money aside, that's what I would set aside. Yeah. And that's per sign. So if you wanted to get two, you know, double that and you probably won't need precisely that much, but that's, that's the neighborhood we're in. Yeah. It won't be more than that. Correct. 
Well, guys, uh, hopefully that was helpful for you. And um, best of luck to our friends in Northern Ireland. I've, I I feel like we've probably talked with some guys up that way. Um, Seems like. But it's been a while. I would remember this band name if we talked to them before. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's just, again, we've been doing this for a while. And uh, it it is kind of crazy to think that, like, you and I, like, ending up on the same side of a conversation in the comment section of a post yeah. ended up yeah. with us, you know, giving advice to dudes in Ireland. Yeah. feels kind of wild. It's crazy. It is. All right. I, th- I think we did it. Me too. Another flawless episode. Mm. Not a mistake in the bunch. We did it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Go us. Seriously. <laughs> Folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, yeah. I've, I've had, uh, I got I got to you know meet one of our listeners this week and I've actually got one scheduled for next week. Like, cool. It's been very cool to uh, to meet folks, but John is still pretty was pretty like worked up about the fact that like you and I have not like been in the same <laughs> you know space yeah, ever. We got to fix. He's it. He's like, so I met you before. I was like, what can I say? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So we got We got to remedy that. Yes. At some point or another. If you have any questions, you want your question answered on the show, hit us up, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. You want to send us a message to say, hey, you messed this up, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. We'll, t- we'll do a corrections corner if we have to. That's, you know, for some some podcasts I listen to, that's like, like my favorite part when they say a bunch of ignorant stuff and they have to like backpedal the right. next week. That's my favorite. Right. So yeah. uh, you can do all of those things or you can just do what Sammy Hagar's friend, uh, Adam from the Van Band, uh, will tell you to do right now. Otherwise, I will call for this week in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of September 30th, 2022. Stay dry out there. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals. 
at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Thank <laughs> you.